Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. All right, welcome to Mornings with Lone Star. I told you guys we're going to have Bonneray in the studio, and she is in the studio with us. She's going to be featuring at the table at Maidley, I believe, this Saturday, uh, happening with the Conroe Crossroads Festival. We're going to put all the information on Bonner and also where to get tickets and the time she's going to be played at the table. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to we have Will Bonner in the studio. What's going on? Woohoo! Hi. Yeah. Glad and, to be here. And uh, we've been playing your music uh, right before you came on, so people want to hear your music. There's a Spotify link and all that kind of stuff because you have, you put a bunch of singles. You have an album coming out. April 21st. So that's at the that's after your performance yes. at the table. Yes. Okay. Coming up quick. That's pretty cool. I know. Are you excited about that? I'm thrilled. It has been a little over a year in the making of actually working on it, obviously even longer, writing the songs and getting all of that together. And I am so ready. Is this your first album? <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Like, when first. I was looking you up, I was like, Oh, is because the the music world's changed so drastically yeah. in the last twenty years. It's like no, we don't release albums anymore. We just do singles. I know, and I don't love that. I so. mean, I get I get the the um, I get why people are doing it, the logistical mm-hmm. value of it. But I just love I love a whole like thing of like a work, a piece of work, you know, that's all together and. No, I mean, I enjoy that more, too. Yeah, like, I, I painstakingly ordered my songs, put them in the order I wanted them yeah. in and everything, and I, I like that whole bit of it, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, well, especially with the freedom of the Internet, it's like people can kind of market themselves any way they want. Yeah, it's, the Internet is a blessing and a curse, man. The social media stuff and everything, I totally get the need for it at this point, mm-hmm. but I low-key kind of hate doing it. Well, it, it's also one of those things is you don't really know what's successful. and But people tell you you have to post something every day. And no one can do that every day. Like, it's there's just hard. no way. And it's like, if you're really smart about it, you, what I would suggest, especially for musical artists, is like, hey, take a whole month and just schedule a videographer and a photographer yeah. and just sit there and do just do photos. And do and then throughout the whole year, you're like, this one looks good. This yeah. one have a, probably has nothing to do with yeah. like your schedule or where you are. It's like yeah. at least you're just posting and it looks good. That's You'd all that matters. Surprised. You'd be surprised the ways you can take like old oh, content yeah. and kind of twist it and make it fit yeah. with something that's going on currently. But yeah, it's I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with it though. I don't make it my life, but I try to be consistent about it. And yeah, I get yeah because it's, it's it's terrible here with me because yeah. we do a lot of the station stuff. Yeah, and it's like we already kind of post. Hey, listen, what else do we need to do? do I, I need yeah. I have to take a selfie. Yeah, with Bonner. Do I really take? T- Ew. Do, do I have to take another selfie? How many Ugh. selfies? How many selfies do I have to take every day? I'm not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Well, but at least you play music, and so people will take pictures of you and then do your social media for you. Yeah, almost. That's the goal. That's the goal. Although it doesn't happen quite as often, people will like forget to tag you or something. Yeah, I mean, then. you gotta make it. Oh, your name is unique, so it's not hard for people to. Be I like, know. I spell my name at my shows like ten times. Like I'll just, I just started shamelessly spelling my last name because R H A E Ray. Like that's not how you would 
spell it. No one thinks to spell it that way. Wanda raised one of those words to me, especially if it's a name. It does have that chance of having the R-H. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, I knew it was Ray. I'm like, I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like my last name, which is Schistler. And people are like, wait a second. What is that? S-C-H-I-S-S-L-E-R. Yeah, you spelled it correctly. Look at that. But, uh, but yeah, so people who are uh, watching right now or listening, uh, Bonner's going to be playing at Table Melee at 7.30. And if you don't know what the Croner Crossroads Festival is, it's a four-day festival. I believe there's like 40-something shows, 11 venues, and it's all in Conroe. It's it's kind of like a new thing they're trying. It's I think this is the second year, and it's all types of music too, which I'm kind of excited for. Because yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie, like I enjoy country music. I enjoy Texas country music. I especially enjoy singer songwriter music, it's like mm-hmm. just like your music. Mm-hmm. And but after you know managing the radio, all the live acts, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then so, but it's nice to see some like okay, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this country band. I can go over here and listen to this jazz band, yeah, and stuff like that. Oh, and, I think that's just part of the beauty of music too. Yeah. It's just celebrating all kinds of different genres and different ways of doing things. I don't know. I I love the music industry and just. How there's kind of a place for everybody. Yeah, it's it's also the creative freedom and Spotify and places like that make it so easy for you to be like, here's my single, you can listen to it today. Yeah. Without paying any money. Yeah. Which is nuts to me. Yeah. And I bet, you know, at the end of the month, you're like, I wish I got a paycheck for that. But it, yeah. it, it, is, it is what it is. I broke a pair of sunglasses the other day. Granted, they're like $15 sunglasses. Yeah. And I was like, please... Stream my music. Maybe I'll stream it like a bunch of times. I can afford a new pair of sunglasses in the next ten years. Yeah. Well, that, 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 well, it's amazing to me is how the the industry, the music industry, shifted so fast, but still hasn't caught up. Yeah. Because it really is like the mus- musicians do not get paid anything for no. their streamed music, <laughs> and it doesn't. And and it's another thing about like YouTube. I always wonder about YouTube YouTubers, and YouTubers were like. Oh, I have a hundred thousand views. I'm making so much money. I'm like, how? Yeah. How? What is the ratio for view? Like, what is the the monetary system where they do get paid? I don't really yeah, understand it. I don't really either. But YouTube's a different story too, because then you can like run like paid advertising on your video. Like other people can pay to run advertising. Yeah. Basically. Like us, we have sponsors. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with YouTube. It has to do with us. Yeah, but YouTube kind of has a way that that. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't Maybe get I it. I need to get on YouTube. Well, I just want to say I don't get it. And especially like with Spotify, you see some of these people. Like the other day, I was laughing because I was listening to Reba McIntyre, and they have her entire catalog. And I was like, I totally forgot she produced albums in like the late 70s. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I haven't listened to these in a long time. Yeah. And you see that has like not even a million views yeah. or listens. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what Reba gets from Spotify because some of them are crazy. But then, like, some of those, she only has, like, 11,000 listens. I'm like, yeah. She, did you get paid for 11,000? Or do you, you... made a few cents. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because <laughs> every, every... You get, like, a percentage of a penny for each stream. See, yeah. Well, as long as they tell you what it is, that way you can actually do the bookkeeping yourself. Because you can go on yeah. Spotify and be like, oh, I have a million views or whatever. But there's only, like... Like there's only book bookkeeping, quote unquote, is only worth it at a certain point. Like, well, well, I meant more of you understand you're getting this much money because yeah. you see the view numbers. Yeah. So it's like you there is a yeah. there is a 
math problem you can figure out real quick. Yeah, basically. Because when people talk about YouTube. But some people, I think, get paid a higher percentage on Spotify. Than I don't people. doubt it. It's... See, I don't make any money off of my streams. Oh right yeah, now. no. Well, I mean, go, why, know, why don't we just tell people to start listening? Yeah, start listening, guys. Maybe I'll make more than twelve dollars this year. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what, because that's if people don't remember. That's how artists really made their money was yeah. album sales, and then now it's touring. Yeah, and merch sales, which I have a merch store. So my yeah, website. I'll, link, I'll, I'll link it. Don't yes, worry. Yes, buy my merch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love. That music is so accessible now with like Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. I love that, you know, because used to be it was like, you know, unless your parents would let you buy whatever album, then like you might not really get to hear it. And, you know, that was always a bummer. So, and if you, you know, had a mom like my mom, if there's, you know, bad words on oh, that yeah. album, then you weren't allowed to have the album. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if, if you remember, you go to a store and you can sample CDs. Yes. yes like so at that, Barnes and Noble. Yeah. That was a thing. You could sample CDs. That's yeah. how you heard like a single. Yeah. And then very rarely did people buy singles. Yeah. Like, I don't think they, like, I think only certain bands like did it as a promotion. It's yeah. Like, but, yeah, you had to buy the whole CD to. Yeah. So I love that it's accessible now, but it is a little bit of a bummer because, yeah, then artists don't really make the same kind of money. But I don't know. It's like, yes, for me at least, it's like, yes, I need to make money to live in life. But I also do love that, like, it's accessible for people to hear. Like, I want, like, I. I wrote it because I want people to hear it. You yeah, know? like I wrote it. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. That's what it's. It, it's a very. It's a blessing. But then it's like yeah, at one point you're like, hey, yeah. we. Well, I think also it, re, it forced artists to become almost like publicists yeah. because now they need to do their tour and they need to be involved with that money making process. Because mm-hmm. in the past it's like, oh, we'll do twelve shows and then we're done for the year. We'll work on an album. Yeah. Or whatever. But now it's like, oh, we'll just tour 24 yeah. 7 when you get caught doing like everything all at once you yeah. know like i'm playing shows right now but then like i also need to go to nashville and write for my next album like we're why starting... you have to go to nashville well i so my management's out of nashville oh, okay and um and they don't think you're real until you show up no you can't work from home everyone's working from home <laughs> i mean you can but i like to like i could do zoom rights and stuff but i don't i don't want to do a zoom right so i go yeah, to zoom. nashville probably like once a month well, it's just good. It's a good. I mean, it's. I'm just curious because obviously, well, people always say Nashville is like, is there some magical spring there that you have to drink from to, you know, to become talented? No, but it's so fun going there because you're just surrounded okay. by music industry. Like you're surrounded by other songwriters. You're surrounded. It's like L. A. Are you an actor? Yeah, I'm an yeah, actor. Yeah, but it's so fun and it's inspiring to me to be there because you're just. And you meet new people all the time. I have a friend named Bonner Black. <laughs> Who she's also a songwriter, and Uh-oh. I mean, neither one of us has ever known another Bonner. So, and we just met through like Nashville scene and like mm-hmm. kind of social media stuff. But like you now we play little shows together and stuff in Nashville, and I like you know, and I never. Oh, well, I'm not her. dogging it. I was just always I always wondered when people were like I have to go back. I have to go back to the retreat. <laughs> I have to go back to Nashville. I have to go back I'm like, to the is there some boyfriend there that you like? I don't get it. Where's yeah, the... music is the yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, why do you have to go back? Yeah, but uh, but I it's, get it. No, I dig it. It's good. I mean, in networking wise yeah. and stuff like that, it's just a good place to get out to as much as you can if you're really pursuing. It. You never know who you're gonna meet and mm-hmm. 
who you're going to make connections with and who you're going to write your next song about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's always, always on the mind. Yeah. You gotta be, you constantly gotta be looking for some drama. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I think, okay, let me ask you this. Cause you're a lady, uh, <laughs> Being a woman artist, do you feel that you get pigeonholed into that kind of expectation? Where it's like, you got to write a boyfriend breakup song. No, uh, but I feel like... If that makes sense. Yes. No, I totally see where, like, that question. I don't feel like I get pigeonholed into it, like... But it is, you know, like, I'll listen to... Because actually on my next album as well, I'm not going to write the whole thing because it's also important to me to just there's so many other great songwriters out there and like so many other works will never see the light of day mm-hmm. and they're incredible and like I want to support that like as a songwriter like I want to support other songwriters mm-hmm. so that being said like you know I'll hear lots of songs as that'll be like options for my next album and a lot of them I'll just be like that feels like it's like too much of a song that a guy would sing like I don't know so I almost pigeonhole myself into it I think well, it was just funny because well, like you think of guys, you think especially in country music, it's like today's joke is it has to have you know red dirt beer and you yeah. know partying, and yeah. then and then you look at the girls and like you look at their music, it's always like my breakup or yeah. this dream boat dream boat guy, yeah. and then it's like that's it. Yeah, they don't get red dirt, they don't yeah. get the beer drinking. I know, like so there was like a song that got sent to me the other day that's a wonderful song, and it was like about like being hungover was kind of the. <laughs> I think it was called hungover maybe yeah and like it was great but i was like i just don't know if i'm feeling like well you're probably i, I can connect with this yeah. or like really do like it just feels like maybe a guy should sing it or I, did you tell him like oh i'm, I'm sober me. i do not drink <laughs> i'm not sober but also i don't really drink that much well, and so i was say, like, like i'm really not I, feeling I don't, like a i don't feel like your crowd this. is you know party you know shots let's do shots because yeah. i'm listening to bonnery like yeah no exactly <laughs> it's like let's you know i do have a song about drinking i actually wrote it with kyle hutton mm-hmm. who we were kind of chatting about earlier but um and jamie lynn wilson but it's called whiskey wishing it's going to be on my upcoming album okay. and so it's like a it's a drinking and, and missing someone song so well, what's i'm saying like because but it's nothing bad about that music yeah there's nothing wrong because there's like i can only i dig a good breakup song or missing song yeah. or whatever but then it's it then it becomes this joke that when people try to convince people to listen to country music yeah it's like oh, i don't want to listen it's all either sad or about their mama or yeah you know i have written a song about my mom yeah that's what, that, one that's about what my people mom expect and I wrote one about my dad <laughs> but uh but i always wondered that with especially with ladies because the guys i get because they have fun like there's this band yeah, you kind of have a little bit more of a i don't know and maybe again i feel like i just kind of pigeonhole myself like i'm very unless like i connect with it personally then I just don't really feel like I can sing it. No. And I don't connect personally to like a song about just like having fun in a bar or yeah. something. Like I just, and I mean, I have fun in bars, but like. Well, you went to the Naked Turtle. You got to have fun there. I know. I did have fun at the Naked Turtle. <laughs> I did. It was great. But, you know, I just, I don't know. It's weird. So, yeah. Well, it, well that's what, like, I like today, especially. we when, write what we know. And if guys would stop breaking our hearts, then maybe true. we'd stop writing the songs. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but it's also, it's like, well, because in my mind, I'm thinking there's a formula somewhere. And, you know, when ladies and men, like, do their own thing, it's like there's this, 
there's a certain success depending on what their overall presentation is. Yeah. So, like, for example, like... But I also think about, like, like if you think about, like, Maren Morris, if you've ever listened to her stuff, like, she has lots of songs that aren't about, like, heartbreak or, like, love really at all. Like, she has songs that are just about, like... Like, she has one called Good Friend. Yeah. And it's just, like, about... Because we're good friends and, like... It's just about, like, a good, solid friendship with someone and... Yeah. So there you go. Friendship songs. Yeah, friendship songs. I think, like, the girls just get into their feelings, which... Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? That's just Maybe I'm are. just... I, yeah. I'm just uh, a, no, a novice at this, and I'm like, why Why do I always feel like girls always write about breakup songs? Maybe that's because I just pigeonhole women into making breakup <laughs> songs. Again... But you know what's weird is fe- female artists are my I favorite feel, artists. I don't feel is pigeonholed that? by like society or the music industry into doing that by any stretch of the imagination. It's more just like, for me, I like write what I know, and like, I you know, in like more recent years, was not in like a great relationship space, and so, <laughs> you know, I was writing songs about a hurt and heart. What's nothing wrong hurting. with that? And so, yeah, but you know, now I'm. You know, in my I'm in my era. I don't know what era. What does that even mean? I'm in an era. Well, your music's <laughs> really good, and I put it. I put a link, and your singles are on there. And I encourage people to check out Monterey, and because uh, there's one. Well, I'm gonna look at the song I found that I liked of you. Let me just give me a second. I found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too uh, too close to the ground. No feet too close. My feet don't touch the my ground. Feet don't touch the ground. I could just tell you this this name of my own song. Instead of you looking it up, I was, th- well, I was trying to think. <laughs> I was trying to think of it. I had it up, but then My I changed it because I wanted. Touch the ground. That was actually written by Brandon Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. So it's not you. You ruined it. It's not. No, I didn't write it, but I'm not going to take credit for it. Yeah, that's a true. Song. But I, I sang it, <laughs> and I did it. There's nothing wrong with a that. Dang good job at yeah. it. <laughs> and it would, so actually, let's let me ask you this: When you're on stage, what kind of show do you put on? Is it more of a singer-songwriter show where you talk about music, talk about you, and then you go like slowly into a song, or it's like, hey, I got the set list, I got it right here at my feet. Let's let's get this done. I like to work off a set list, but I'll I'll break it. Yeah. You know, I'll, like I I'll, I'll kind of feel the vibe, you know, where people are at, and kind of move with that some as well but I uh I mean for the most part I've been playing just kind of straight through my album for mm-hmm. a lot of my stuff so I'll play and I might work in like a couple because you could it's fair to say you're fairly something. new yes yeah fairly I'm, new I'm pretty new I've been playing for like pursuing it professionally and like playing shows for a few years but yeah I'm what's I'm, your first album coming out on April yeah, 23rd first album's coming out like I'm just now kind of starting to really gain like a following of people that you know what's well, the big step a right there with my face on it and whatever so <laughs> yeah I mean because to me the first album's like kind of like your declaration exactly yeah it's my introduction yeah. into really the music scene so that's what I'm working with a PR firm and she's always like this is your introduction <laughs> This is just your introduction. Like, we're gonna move. Like, no, I want to play NRG. I know. Come on, I want to open at the rodeo. Rodeo. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's so easy to like, you know, always wish for more, and I constantly have to kind of remind myself of like, no, like I'm progressing. Well, what wonderfully. What I've noticed the success though, especially in today's world, is as long as you put on a good show, like ever consistently, wherever you're going, 
people will all of a sudden go like, oh, she, a Bonner's coming into town? Let's yeah. go see her. That last show was good. I like to interact. So yeah. you're asking like what kind of show. I mean, like I, I'll kind of maybe tell a little story about the song or like mm-hmm. I've got – I got jokes. She's got jokes. So, you know, sprinkle some jokes around in there. Well, there's entertainment offered at the... Yeah. I mean, I get up on stage. Something just, like, comes over me when you get me on stage. And I become this, like, alternate version of myself. I don't know. Like, I feel like my soul leaves my body. And I just, like... (laughs) So you need a stage name. I... Well, That's what it sounds like, because you have a whole other personality that comes ego out on stage. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we just people call are, her Bonnie or something. I mean, Bonner, Bonnie, Bonnie, Ray, Bonnie Ray is your real name. Yes. So people are like, "That's a stage name." I know people because it literally sounds like it would be a stage no. name, but no, sorry, real name. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like to. I love like an interactive crowd. I love when I can joke around with people and like when people want to talk back to me and stuff. So, which that happens a lot. Cause I'll play a lot of like listening room kind of atmospheres and stuff. Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah, I like for people to interact. You don't like the places that have like chicken wire between you and the people. <laughs> you don't like those kind of places. I don't think that those places would like me. Oh, true. <laughs> like, I don't think I fit your place. You, like get this off. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely played some, like I've opened for, I've had some friends ask me to open, for them, different places that were very like honky tonk, yeah, and like like they want to get out there and two step, and like I just wasn't their vibe, man. Well, that's what uh, again. It's about the show because I've seen artists adapt to the place, yeah, but not vice versa. So and it's like, like I'm myself. Well, because like I remember talking to a guy, uh, it was Jake Ward from Corpus Christi, mm-hmm. and his acoustic show is totally different from his band show. Okay. And he was talking like if the if the venue wants a five piece band, he knows it's rock and roll. Yeah. So it's like we're we're going loud, we're going yeah. like we're doing it. But if it's him and the violinist or the fiddler, whatever you want to call him, yeah, uh, he it's a total different atmosphere. Yeah. And I I was like, well, what happens if you go to a place and then as the violin like the the duo and yeah. then you go back, it's like people expect you to be quiet. I don't think so because so. it's just different yeah like i haven't played with a full band yet for a show and um if i did it would be a lot more like things just sound more yeah it's rock and roll yeah up up i like it you know if you have the full band going i mean if like anything if you play anything acoustic you can make anything sound sweet and slow yeah the, ta- <laughs> you know? the table where you're playing it's gonna be nice that's a nice stage yeah and to me that's not a rock and roll stage yeah because you're so close to people i don't know if you've ever been to the red brick i yes, tavern I, over here uh with i what i love is every time we, before we go there and there's a three-piece band i'm like man this is a rock and roll because you're so close oh to my them. gosh and they have if they have a drummer like, it's game over three-piece man on that stage yeah Oof. but they do it man i've played there as a duo but yeah, no, literally, like it's just my a, mic stand, and then somebody's just like literally sitting, yeah. right in front you put of your the feet, bottom you should, of my mic. I could kick them in yeah, the face. Yeah, just move your feet and be like, "Hey, buddy, you can tip." Yeah, you know, give me a little tip. Yeah, could nudge them with my toe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. But the table is going to be a good one. So you're going to be there. I believe it's on Saturday. The I'm checking real quick. It's Saturday the 15th. Yes. And you're going to be at 7:30. And if people don't know about what the Connor Crossroads Festival is. It's just like a huge festival. One one ticket gets you pretty much into all these cool venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like Red Rick Tavern, Corner Pub, Table at Maidley. Uh, but like the Owen Theater even has 
ha- like the theater yeah, actually has some acts. It's like Pacific Yard. A Pacific Yard House, Pacific 202 Main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I want and there's a couple free shows, which is different, where it's like at the 219 Social House, uh, at the firm, but it has nothing to do with the, it has something to do with the festival, but you don't have to have yeah. a ticket to get in. But there's so. so many good people on the lineup. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm so excited. Like, Drew Kennedy's coming and, like, Dirty River Boys. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, it's, it's one of those festivals that I, I appreciate because they space Adam it out Hood. so well. Yeah. Oh, and you're just kind of walking around checking it all out. Yeah. And you really, like, you have to come to listen to music. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, we're going to go have popcorn and funnel yeah. cakes and bring the kids. Like, no, you're coming to listen to music. Yeah. Which the kids, so. some kids like the music, too. Some kids, yeah. I, I always get some little, like, mini fans. I actually made some kids' shirts, too, because I'll always... See, that's your audience. You need to write songs cool. about balloons and, yeah, you know, stuffed right. animals. Yeah, maybe so. I've, like, signed a kid's Christmas ornament for them after a show I mean, before. So cute. But, uh, so, outside of this festival, we got your album coming out. I want to say, what was it, 24th or... It's 21st, like the 21st, April 21st, and then you can purchase it on all the cool stuff. Yeah, it'll be out everywhere. We actually have some vinyl coming in. I'm oh, see, there you sure go. That's exactly tight. when the date will it'll be in. But if people go to my website, you can sign up for my email list. Yeah, I'll put that the in the description too of my website, and that's a great way. I always announce like big stuff. Okay. New merch, big shows coming up. Um, Did you you you're right now in Texas? Yes. Like I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like not Nashville. Yeah, no, I live in Texas. So you go to Nashville to take the power of Nashville, but then you come back home to Texas. Yes. I'm a Texas girl. Okay. She's a Texas girl. Fair enough. She's like Texas. (laughs) She likes me. And you're probably wondering why uh, she's not playing music right now, because we're playing music outside this interview. So speaking of which, we're going to put one of your tracks on. I don't know which one I wanted to do. But I'm going to put it on right now. So, guys, thank you so much. You listen to Morning's Lone Star. Monitor, thank you so much for coming in and Thanks taking the time. Me. And I look forward to your performance on Saturday at, I believe it's 7.30 at the table at Maidley mm-hmm. for the, uh, that's the 15th. Get your tickets online at conorcrossroads.com. And, guys, we'll, we'll be back. we got more interviews coming your way about this Conor Crossroads and more music from featuring artists from the Conor Crossroads. We'll see you later.